Um, so we haven't actually been let into the city of Vilezevix yet, correct? That is correct. Okay, so have we encountered any of the Vantelli? Can we get a vibe of, like, maybe... I mean, my character might not be the one to know this, but is this something that possibly they could have been provoking this this issue i guess like what is a vantelli and what do i know about them in relation to what's going on uh, well if you'd like you can make a history check i sure could huh okay how is it that tiny willow is 535 years old and has no history check you know he's <laughs> been con- more concerned with uh just writing out new jokes rather than like learning about the world around him you know he's been working on his routine <laughs> for 535 yeah. years and it's still this bad it's crazy what you have to uh, show for it. Wow. It's truly an achievement. Really? Just a well, lack I, of achievement. I, I did get a flat seven, which is better than average. Uh, yeah. So this is this is a bit more on the common knowledge kind of side of things. So you actually do know a, a bit. You know that the Ventelli actually aren't native to the world of Loomis. Uh, the Ventelli actually came from the Dream Realm. They are qu- sort of quite literally the, the, the thing of nightmares, they were uh, they were born from people's kind of dreams about great hunters and uh, beasts that stalk others through the night. Uh, so they they generally aren't super friendly people. Um, they're usually about ninety percent of them all actually um, can't feel emotions very well. Uh, it's it's sort of like an oh, I probably fit right in. Yeah, uh, it's, it's sort of uh, an alien kind of concept to them, concept to them. Yeah, so. So uh, I guess as, as we're traveling through, Tog will mention that. She says, these Vantelli, they've been known to rile folk up and they don't exactly get along well. So whatever we're walking into here could very well be an issue of their own making. Are all of us okay with pursuing that and possibly cleaning up somebody else's mess? I mean, I guess that is what we're getting free passage for, but it still doesn't quite sit right with me. I need access to the city, but when the time comes, I'll make a decision if that need is greater than the challenge before us. Is all I ask. I'm really excited to just get in there and poke around. I mean, it's an ex- it's an exercise in exploration, I think. We're all going to learn a lot from it. I simply want this to be over. I'm ready to go home. Uh, I don't you're think you're... are f- a little wilted. You're free to leave any time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make like a banana and split. <laughs> Just as long as we stay together, we don't want to branch out. <laughs> All this witty repartee is making me tired. Uh, uh, okay, so yeah, so we will start going. So yeah, you uh, begin uh, heading off to- through the jungles. It, it is strangely quiet as you're moving through. Very few birds are kind of uh, chirping or calling. And you don't really hear a lot of rustling through the, the trees and the vines. As as we're walking, Tiny Willow attempts to entertain the group with some of his the tree jokes he's learned over the years. What did, did the sapling say to the big tree? Drop dead. <laughs> oh I don't know. Just leave me alone. That was pretty good. You should take a bow. <sighs> Tiny Willow claps. <laughs> not a slow clap, not a long clap, but just a clap. You need work, but I really hope you'll stick with it. Uh. After every joke, I think Katal just like 
jumps and fl- like, <laughs> flourishes. So we're on the lookout for more wild animals. As we get closer to the spot, there's a chance that we might experience more maligned yeah. creatures. Did you hear the one about the oak tree? No, but I'm sure I'm about to. It's quite a corny. Ah, flourish. (laughs) There's always a beat. Every time we say anything, we always just look over. (laughs) How can you tell if a tree is a dogwood? Because I'm sure you'll tell us. By its its bark. bark. (laughs) I told you that one before. 535 <laughs> years to hone that one. Uh, so yeah, as you guys are uh, making jokes through the uh, the woods here, um, you actually reach the uh, the general area that they've kind of pointed you towards, and you actually come uh, to a very large clearing. It looks it looks like it's about basically a about 50 feet in radius. And it seems as if all of the trees in the in this particular area are just rotted away. There's nothing left but like basically this kind of rotten stump in this entire kind of circular area. At the very center of it is a stone well, and beside it is a small child just kind of like huddled up beside holding her knees. Tog doesn't like this this panorama here so she immediately like draws her sword dramatically and she again gets in sort of the ready attack stance and she turns to tiny willow and says do the spirits of the forest often play tricks like this no we don't tend to stand for this type of treatment (laughs) you do that one more time you're gonna be mulch (laughs) so santa seeing what appears to be a child in distress will take off running be cautious yeah. or not <laughs> i'm running cautiously <laughs> so yeah, you rush forward and uh, as you get closer um the, the the small child is about the same size as the the lasari and she actually does appear to be a silian child all right i will speak in silian child are you okay uh she she briefly kind of like looks up at you uh gives a small shake of her head and then just buries her head back in her knees Tog is going to um, walk up and she's going to, once she realizes that this child isn't some sort of devious trap set to kill them, um, she is going to immediately just sort of lean over and look down the well that the child is near to see if she, uh, she can see anything. As And Tog was never heard from or seen again. <laughs> As you actually look down the well, uh, you actually notice on the inside of the well is a ladder actually kind of carved into the stonework. And about 20 feet down, it looks like a, a small landing leading into a room. So it's not wet down there, it is dry? Indeed. Well, looks like we have some subterranean lurkers. I'm not sure we're going to get much water from this well. And she kind of elbows Sanus and, like, hoists Sanus up a little bit so Sanus can <laughs> peer over and see, see what she sees. Hatalm is going to continue to, like, calm the child and just, like, reassure them. Does the child look injured at all, or are they just, like, scared? It looks, uh, she looks like she hasn't really eaten, um, fairly recently, but overall she doesn't really look injured. Uh, her, her, her clothing is fairly dirty and kind of, uh, ratty, but for the most part she does look like she is alive and moderately healthy. Is she communicative? Is she, like, answering questions, or? Oh, she, she seems to kind of, like, be answering a few, but she seems 
kind of forlorn. I'll ask, where are your parents? Uh, she simply points towards the well and just kind of like huddles into her knees some more. I'll assume we have some sort of rations on us or yeah. something. I'll give give her something to eat. Um, say, don't worry, child. We we will take care of this. I have no idea what that means yet, but sure. She does kind of uh, nibble at the the food a bit and uh, starts kind of eating it a, a little more voraciously as time goes on. Tiny Willow, come here. Why don't you? Hey, have you my fr- met my friend Tiny Willow? They tell really great jokes. When you look over at Tiny Willow, Tiny Willow has their hand on one of the diseased trees at the outside of the circle, and you can see that Tiny Willow's fingers have kind of ends have sprouted kind of into the bark a bit, and then Tiny Willow uh, kind of doubles over and throws up sap again. Not now. Things have gotten serious. A tree has been hurt. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> J- jokes <laughs> there's no <laughs> uh tog it feels like awkward for a moment and she's looking around at her surroundings clearly seeing that this child is like on the verge of um you know of some sort of breakdown or something and she looks around sees nothing in her environment except the clearing and she says why don't you <clears throat> clear out of here and go somewhere safe Hitom has like hard eyes, just like you did it. She actually, uh, she actually starts like um, sniffling a bit, and then just like buries her head back into her knees. Tiny Willow's making a wilderness check on the tree. He's fairly sure it's poisoned, as the land is poisoned, but he wants to be positive. That's going to be green soul check. So I get to make two rolls on my wilderness and take the higher of the two. Okay, that's better. Uh, that'd be fourteen. Uh, yeah. So you, you're actually really knowledgeable uh, about trees in particular. Strange that. You actually know that um, it they aren't actually so much poisoned as much as it seems as if, it, if the, the life energy itself has just been sucked out of all of the trees in the area and the plants. Oh, that's way better. So it, it's almost as if like basically everything that was everything that makes a living being a living being has just been like drained from everything in this clearing. And has kind of like started seeping into the the other nearby woods. Does it appear? To, it, it appears to be radiating outward from the well. It does have the well as its center point. Is it visibly growing? Like, can we literally see it spreading amongst the flora? Uh, yeah. the The kind of um, trees on the very edge of this area do look like they're kind of a bit on the the, the more sickly side of things. So, whatever's happening is happening quickly and growing. Tiny Will will rip their hand from the bark, leaving little tendrils behind, and then uh, will make hit their way back over to the group. Um, does Tiny Willow have any uh, knowledge of magic? Should be in your intellect talents? I do not have a base skill, but I do have the focus. Okay, uh, yeah, you can, you can actually uh, make a, a check here, so it'd just be your flat dice roll. The the I would not get the focus for it. Uh, no, no, because the the okay. associated stat is simply meant as like a cap for how high you can bring the talent. Got it. Okay. So that's a flat eight. So you 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 kind of got an inkling that there might have been something magical in in the the overall like feel of this area, but you you aren't really knowledgeable enough in magic to actually figure out what quite it was. Psenis, do you feel anything magical? 
Certainly not your humor. <laughs> Do you mind if I take a sniff around there? Of course. So how does Detect Magic work? So um, Detect Magic basically allows you to make a magic check to detect if there are specific energies in an area. And to actually, like, basically, if you roll well enough, determine exactly what kind of went, when, ha- exactly what happened in the area. Okay. But it doesn't give me, like, a bonus to any Um, You specifically do get a bonus specifically with the energy type of order or chaos, depending on what type of Almirin you are. And other um, actual spellcasters, when they do use Detect Magic, get a bonus for whatever elements they can make use of. Hey, so that is a, a flat roll and I got a 10. Uh, yeah. Um, so in this very specific area, you're... You, you actually recall a specific moment when something similar happened. You actually know that this is fairly similar to a specific animus spell. So uh, animus energy is uh, the energy of life and death, and usually wielded by animancers. You happen to recall a moment in, in the past when um, you actually saw an animancer actually suck the very life energy from the land to kind of like heal their bodies. So this this looks fairly simpler, fairly similar to what they do, but on a kind of grander scale, since it actually looks like it's just radiating out from this area in a constant kind of wave. Mm. So not to not to panic anyone here, and it might just be my prey instincts, you know, going off. But um, this is some bad bad juju here. We might want to uh, get moving. Young child, do you have a, a home or a safe spot to that we can uh, go to? Uh, she doesn't seem to respond as if she doesn't actually understand your words. Sanus, you speak lizard, right? I speak my home tongue of Cillian, yes. Sure. Uh, d- do you want to ask the young one if uh, she has somewhere safe to go? I, I will do that. Uh, she actually just shakes her head no and uh, continues to kind of hold her legs. She actually looks um, a little scared and kind of just starts uh, rocking a little bit. So I want to communicate that this area is dangerous and she needs to at least wait outside the circle because she should she could be getting sick just by being here, like forcefully, you know. As, as you're saying so, she actually um, reaches out and kind of grabs onto your leg and just kind of like pulls herself closer to you. Okay, I'm going to, at, at this point, Tog, she grabs the child, like, by the scruff of her clothing and, like, rips her away. And she's going to use her rile up ability to try to make us both angry. Okay. Y'all, this is a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I attempt to in- infect a subject with my own boiling anger. So um, I'm going to make a presence roll against her, mm-hmm. um, which I'm pretty good at. Was so. it a post presence? Oh yeah, it says uh, it just says a comparative presence okay, roll against. Okay, so that'd a be subject. presence versus her presence. Do I get an advantage on this because I'm a big scary lady with a sword and she's a child? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're uh, fairly large, uh, frightening, and uh, you are shaking her by the the scruff of her neck. So that's a, a plus two on that, correct? On yeah. top of it, I get a sixteen. Well, I know you're making me angry. I don't know if that's what you were going for, but. Uh... <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, you, uh, you kind of start just yelling and kind of screaming at her, and, uh, she also seems to be getting, uh, angry and kind of trying to fight your hold on her. I say, listen, this world is tough, and if you're gonna sit there and sulk, you're never gonna be able to get anything done. Your family's probably gone, but at least you can keep fighting, get on your own two feet, and get the hell out of here. And at that, she kind of, like, tosses the child down, not, like, trying to hurt her, but, like, you know, like clearly casting her down and like. Before you actually uh, manage to cast her down, can I get a defense roll from you? <laughs> of course. Tog as Red Foreman, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Tog as Red Foreman. I'm gonna kick your ass. Every shitty T-ball coach you've <laughs> ever had. <laughs> um, I got a nine on my defense. So she actually uh, looks like she tried to slap you. But uh, she she missed, yep. and you just, like, chuck her at the ground, and she just kind of, like, mm-hmm. uh, stands up defiantly and seems to kind of, like, yell at you. Yeah, I, I, I just say, I can't understand what you're saying, so you're going to just need to toughen up, and at least you're on your own two feet now. If you want to wait here for us to come back out of the well, that's fine, but I won't have you sit and sulk. You're going to drown us down there in your tears, child. Uh, she just kind of, like, holds her arms uh, almost, like, petulantly. I'm doing the same thing just- behind her. <laughs> yeah, and Tog, with a big smile on her face, turns around to face the rest of the party and realizes that this move probably didn't go over super well. What do you mean, turns around to face the rest <laughs> of the party? We're all behind this small girl! <laughs> Wait, where'd you guys go? Tiny Willow, who is shorter than the girl, is standing there with arms folded. <laughs> we are going to have a conversation about this later. You want a pep talk too, Treebeard, or are we going to get down in that well? I guess trees never make the first move. And kind of embarrassed and bashful at the the display she just did, Tog is basically going to grab her sword and just swing her feet up and over the well and drop down into okay. it. Okay. Um, As you disappear, I'm going to look at the other two. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, we better hop to it. <laughs> You're not the only one with puns. <laughs> I heard that. So you didn't comment on the asshole joke. You commented on the pun joke. (laughs) Uh, So, Tog, so you basically kind of have your uh, sword at the ready and just, like, drop down into the well? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So it is uh, 20 feet down. Um, So can you make an acrobatics check to kind of try and uh, soften your your fall a bit? Oh, sure. So I don't zang my ankle on this. Um, Hey, I got a 10, so uh, plus 2, that is a 12 total. Okay, uh, yeah, so um, if you rolled a 10, you do critically succeed. Oh, that's right, so that'd be a 17 total then, correct? So you actually managed to uh, very easily kind of soften your fall, and you don't actually take any damage to your your fairly uh, sturdy legs. Tiny Willow will approach the well, and their legs will root into the ground, and... The fingers will curl over the edge of the well, and then Tiny Willow's willow-like hair will kind of braid itself into a rope and start to extend down the edge of the well. It's not a listed ability, but uh, I think, you know, we can group this guy up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Tog, uh, it is actually very dark down here. Uh, do you have any uh, kind of... Um torch uh, uh yes ready? i am well i'm a calamere and i do have low light vision okay. um, would i know if my other companions also have low light vision is that different from like straight dark vision uh yes yes 
Okay. So um, I imagine I, I don't have any equipment on here, but I imagine I have some sort of light source, maybe yeah. like a torch or something. So uh, would you actually like to uh, kind of like pull that out and uh, kind of light it up? Yeah. So so Tog will um, realizing that it's darker than she thought it would be, kind of huffs for a moment, reaches into her traveling pack pack and finds an oil-soaked rag and wraps it around a torch and sparks it up. Uh, as you do so, you get a, a very large kind of um, a quick look of the room around you as as light kind of floods the area. Uh, mm-hmm. All along the walls are numerous murals uh, and in the room there are three statues all kind of on slightly raised uh, kind of daises. Two of them actually looked fa- they, they look fairly smashed up and they're, they sort of look like the top's halves have just kind of been demolished. The other mm. one looks like it's in really good condition. And as you're just kind of standing there with your, your sword and your torch, uh, it actually begins to move. I call up and say, careful, there's art down here. And um, she casts her torch down in front of her, like on the ground, so it'll illuminate the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, her her sword is ready to go. So yeah, uh, we'll actually uh, roll up some initiative just to see how uh, everyone kind of reacts to this situation. Tog got a 12. Uh, Santa's got an 18 with a 10 on the die, if that matters for initiative. Uh, yep, so uh, once again, you always get that uh, plus 5 to any sort of critical you get. So 23. So uh, Hitome also got a 23 with a <laughs> 10 on the die. <laughs> plus 5. <laughs> Stepping on my toes, man. What can I say? Tom's got two lucky <laughs> rabbit's feet. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't joking when I said hop to it. It's okay. My joke wasn't in character. Don't worry. <laughs> Tiny Willow got a paltry 11. <laughs> All right. So first up, we've got uh, Hitom, who uh, hears this. Oh, I have a... I have a quick mechanical question, Sherman, before we get started. Um, so I did the rile up ability, which gives me anger, and then I roll to give the target anger. Yep. And I did succeed, and that was only a couple moments ago, so am I still angry uh, mechanically? Yes, I believe anger lasts for 10 minutes. Okay, awesome. That is all I need to know. Uh, so yeah, at home, uh, you hear this cry of, uh, there's art down here from the bottom of the well. <laughs> is it good art? Deadly uh, art. <laughs> I've seen better. Oh, the, the art on the wall is actually kind of nice. Art is subjective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, oh, uh, Hitom is going to um, to to hop down um, the into the well and just kind of like sprint um, sprint into the darkness, trying to follow the the yells, uh, and just going to shout out, "Great, I have room on my refrigerator!" <laughs> uh, and with that, I'm going to use insult. Uh, so as you uh, jumped down into the well, could I get an acrobatics to kind of see if you can soften your fall? You definitely can. Acrobatics is my best of the time. Nice. So, but I got a seven. So yeah, uh, you actually managed to kind of land on the ground and uh, just spring up really easily and uh, kind of dash forward as if uh, the jump did nothing to your movement at all. I think uh, as I like jump down, my ears like balloon out like parachutes <laughs> and that's... That's what it is. Um, but yeah, I am just booking it down that dark hallway. Yeah. Um, it's actually not a, a hall. There is a hallway in the room, but it's actually a, about a, a 20, foot, 20 foot by 20 foot room that has uh, these kind of like statue um, pedestals here and uh, numerous art kind of like all ingrained in the wall itself. And there is a hallway, but uh, it kind of like leads off to the side. 
So I'm just jumping down there, and then I am flourishing with my sword, and I go, Don't worry, Tog, I'm here to save you from this fight, just as I saved you from the last. <laughs> um, but then, yes, I would like to make my... All right, uh, at Tog? Uh, no, at the <laughs> Just making sure. I, I have it coming, sure. it's okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's presence versus will. Yes. And I got a 14 on my presence roll. So yeah, despite being incredibly kind of like uh, charismatic and just like forceful with your uh, your insults, it actually seems as if it doesn't even uh, notice the, the, the words you're saying. Hmm. As it kind of starts uh, shifting and getting off this giant pedestal. Must be from the austere school. <laughs> you tried talking to Art. Good job. Uh, so uh, if that's all uh, Hitam would like to do, uh, we'll move on to Sanus. So Sanus is going to very proudly say, well, here we go. And then I'll look around and realize that everyone else has already gone. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to, I actually want to leap into the well and then use my wind guy or power to actually soften my my landing so that I land. At the okay. Bottom. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. So yeah, you uh, kind of like uh, toss up a, a little tornado below yourself, uh, kind of maybe uh, shoving Tog and Hatalm uh, out of the, the landing, yeah. and uh, as you kind of slowly float to the ground. You all saw that, right? Okay. Saw <laughs> <laughs> so what? Yeah. All right. Uh, so I see art in front of me, and this yes. art offends me. Um, I'm going to say that since I use my, my power in a non- combat way that should still take my action points so i just i'll be done until something happens on my next turn all right uh yeah so uh let's see so uh hitam you had your like kind of uh your rapier out and kind of flourishing around uh and the statue begins stepping off and approaches all of you uh let us i'll start talking in all the languages i know just to see if it responds uh, it doesn't respond, but you, with uh, the, the flames kind of like flickering around the room, you do notice some writing in the room, uh, basically on all of the, the bases of all of the statues. What language is it in? Um, it, it looks very similar to, to Sahelian, but a very kind of old dialect of it. So, Yoldi Sahelian. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Go ahead. Sorry, Tanner. Um, I was going to say, what sort of shape are these statues and are they humanoid do they look like a are, are they made in the image of a species I've yes seen actually they look very much like sanus they look like all uh, the, the statue the the full statue here which looks like it's the only one that's actually kind of intact it is a uh, large sized but it does look like a fairly accurate depiction of a Silian, and it's holding a massive stone sword in its two mitts Okay, but it is sort of like an order of magnitude bigger than Sanus next to me. It's like a larger-than-life yeah. representation. Okay. So yeah, uh, it actually like steps forward, uh, approaches you guys, and then takes one massive swing at all three of you. So uh, I'll get the uh, you guys to all roll your defense, and it makes one attack. Uh, it gets ten. I got a big fat four, so that, that one's going to hurt. So do we all roll against that attack, or does that attack each yeah. of us roll uh, separately? Uh, with a kind of an attack that's made against several creatures, they just roll once, and then all of the, the creatures defending roll their defense. Five. I got a ten. Okay. Oh, uh, you rolled a ten? Yeah. 
Okay, uh, you... No, 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 my total was a 10. So oh, okay. I did, okay. Not, I did not critically succeed. Okay. Uh, and Tog had four? Yeah. Okay, so he gets high damage on Tog and Sanus, but Hatom actually manages to kind of, like, lean back enough that it's just a, a more glancing blow. So uh, Tog and Sanus take 18 damage. Holy snipes, Batman. <clears throat> while Hitom only what? takes 13 uh, I can take my DR off of that, right? Yes, yes. Nice. Oh, good. Now I'm only more than halfway dead instead of three-quarters dead. Good job. Yeah, uh, he, he looks like he's this uh, very massive kind of uh, statuesque figure, and uh, he he looks seemingly angry at you all being down here. So yeah, uh, after him will be Tog. Tog is definitely going to just... Um rush towards this this beast and try to or the statue and just try to sunder it you know just chopping with her sword to try to take chips off of this thing so she's just going to roll a regular attack um and she gets an eight all right uh and he's uh he's uh fairly big and kind of uh bulky uh so he only gets a four as you very easily get some uh a solid blow on this massive statue so that is high damage for me, which, while I'm angry, is 19 damage. Nice. Oh, wow. So yeah, you take this massive cleave and, and uh, actually kind of get a fairly fairly large chunk of, out of his quite bulky form. He does look, being made of stone, to actually be fairly sturdy, but that was still a really, really solid blow. Yep, and then Tog is going to maintain her position, and she's actually going to call out, if you can, back up. And so she wants to be basically the only one within range mm-hmm. and calling to her allies to take a couple steps back. Yeah. All right, uh, so after uh, Tog, we go to Tiny Willow. Tiny Willow realizing that no one made use <laughs> of their <laughs> rope ladder of, of Willow hair. <laughs> Looses their roots from the ground and then kind of just catapults themselves over the edge of the well to the ground. Okay. And upon hitting the ground, sees this battle raging before them and pulls out their bow to make a shot. Okay, uh, can I get a acrobatics as you kind of uh, dive into the well to see if you... Certainly. Are you climbing down like your own beard? Like, is it some Looney <laughs> <Mooney> Tunes? <laughs> As Tiny Will lifted themselves over the edge of the well, uh, again, as before, kind of the the willow roots that were making up the – or the willow branches that were making up the, the ladder just kind of disconnect. So suddenly Tiny Willow looks closely shorn. <laughs> you got a face. Sort of a, t- a, <clears throat> sort of a top knot look. That is a 12 for acrobatics. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... You managed to kind of like uh, slip down your your own weird beardy hair thing, and uh, land on the ground below, very safely. Uh, weird beard <laughs> is here, and I will uh, then Tiny Willow will use their class ability to take sniper stance. Okay, okay. That costs them two stamina, and then we'll take uh, a shot on this stone beast. All right. Uh, so he does critically succeed. So that's 15 total. Okay. Good and luck. That's not going to be enough. That is a nine. So 
nope. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked really cool. The shot, I would almost say that the the arrow loses and simply deflects off of the creature. Like it, it causes no actual damage as if it, the shot like just splinters on impact. Uh, did you roll a nine or did you get nine total? Nine total. Oh, okay, okay. Because I believe you had a, an increased crit range for nine to ten. I think. Yeah, no, I did not roll a nine. That was <laughs> yeah. that was after the my 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 bonuses were added. It was oh, a paltry no. nine points. No worries, no worries. But yeah, uh, so after Tiny Willow does this amazing leap into the well, uh, quickly fires off a bolt and uh, misses. Uh, we go to Hatom. Uh, Hatom is going to obey the commands of her teammate uh, Tog and is going to backpedal a few steps. Okay. Um, and then, uh, gonna insult again, say, saying, um, let's see, I've been, I've seen better stonework in my own bathroom. <laughs> uh, and that is going to be a 13 on a presence roll against Will. Uh, so yeah, once again, while it, it seems like you're really charismatic and kind of like easily able to kind of insult most people, it, it seems to be just almost ignoring you. Like he's stone-faced. And your words. Yeah, just completely stone-faced. <laughs> Maybe he's just uh, petrified. <laughs> it's gonna take a lot to crack this crap. <laughs> he's definitely crap and gravel. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's just stoned. <laughs> I want to grow out of this conversation. <laughs> But yeah, um, would anyone actually like to make a uh, magic check, just uh, as a general knowledge of, of more magical creatures? Sure. Tog would definitely not. <laughs> so what does magic fall under? Uh, it's actually in the intellect talents. So I have magic, but there's no numbers on that line. Yeah, uh, I suppose then you aren't super knowledgeable about uh, magic. You just, you just do stuff. I'm more stuff. of a naturalist. Yeah, it's, it's just sort of a, you know, yeah. You're a sorcerer right. more than a wizard. You, you just feel it, you know? Okay. Yeah, so I got nothing. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, after Tom, uh, would Sanus like to do anything? So, I'm going to say retreat and walk backwards. And then I want to use my um, ice sheet power to try to make the okay. ground beneath the stone uh slick but rather than it be a mm -hmm. sheet of ice can it make like little ice balls so it's like these walking on marbles <laughs> all right yeah okay all right so you get a bunch of little ice balls up there so it looks like this just happens and then they roll a save to see if they fall down yep okay so i'll spend my magic points and this will be round one okay so they gotta make a balance check every 10 feet or if they fall down okay uh, let's see. So if it moves 10 feet, then it make it, it risks falling down? Is that I think it, I understand? Uh, it, it either has to move half speed or for every 10 feet it moves, it has to save. So it could, if it moved 30 feet, it would have to make three saves to get all the way across. Mm -hmm. At least that's the way I, gotcha. I'd read it. Uh, that, yeah, that is correct. So in that case, what is the save against? So Because I'm not rolling for that. Yeah. So, um, so it'd just be against ice, which I believe was a moderate balance save. So you you can make the roll uh, whenever it needs to, if you'd like, just because there are always two 
two rolls made. So uh, anytime it tries to move 10 feet or anyone else does in that area, well, I just get you to quickly roll up and add three to it. So that would be an eight. Okay. Uh, so he actually, despite being this big clunky statue, uh, it just seems like he's actually fairly kind of like firmly planted in where he is. He yeah. just crushes <laughs> just... the ice balls beneath its feet. Yeah. So yeah, he does uh, look like he manages to kind of keep his uh, his balance and his feet underneath him. I'm sure that move would have worked on the wet bandits, <laughs> but not this guy. He he's seen all of those movies. He he knows how this goes. <laughs> Excellent. Alrighty then. All right. After Sanus is uh, the statue. And uh, he's only got one person kind of uh, standing defiantly in front of him right now. So he is going to reach forward with his big meaty uh, kind of stone grip and try and grab onto Tog. Alrighty. Is this still just a regular defense roll? Uh, no. For this, uh, it would be... He's basically doing a grapple. So it's either going to be okay. his strength versus your strength or your dex. So you get to choose to, to add strength or dex to the roll. They are the same for me, so I will just give it a roll. Okay. I get a 12 total. Uh, he does get 14. So he kind of grasps okay. on you with his big meaty grip and uh, begins trying to kind of crush you. So it's uh, 13 damage. Alrighty. Um, oh, I've had worse than that. I'm fine. And then he takes his uh, massive sword and tries to just kind of like chop you in two. Alrighty, I may have spoke to some. <laughs> so this is an attack roll. Uh, so you get a, your defense roll, even though you're kind of in his grip. He's uh, You can wiggle around and dodge. Uh, I got an eight total. Uh, he gets seven. So despite having you in his grip, you actually manage to kind of just uh, shove the blade off to the side as it's coming down. I imagine she like lifts her claymore up above her head like a bar and it just like stone on metal. You can yeah, yeah. You can just kind of like hear you actually hear a bit of like grinding stone as uh, little pebbles are kind of like falling off. And uh... I just sharpened that. <laughs> and she shoves his blade away. Nice, nice. All right, uh, so next up is Tog. So I assume me being grappled just means I can't move from where I am, correct? Yeah. Do, do I get the sense that, like, he's just going to be doing damage to me every turn that I'm stuck here? It looks like he's going to just, like, keep trying to squeeze you to death with his big meaty grip. Uh, but I, I'm at no penalty to hit him from here. Uh, no, no, because he's basically got you in reach and... Okay, um, she's, she's going to make the best of this situation, so she sort of shoves the blade off of her, and then she's just going to try to swing at its face, because I imagine he's, like, holding her yeah. right in front of him. So she's just going to keep swinging away. All right. And she gets a nine total. Uh, that is high damage. Excellent. That's another 19 coming his way. All right. So yeah, with a big, massive uh, kind of swing, you just get a... You basically like shear off a bit of his chin, and it just falls off to the side. Like the Sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else from Tog? Um, I am going to... So is there a way, any actions that I can do to heal HP to myself, or is that basically the domain of magical abilities? Uh, usually the domain of magical. There are kind of some poultices that you can apply that heal a bit of HP over time. But for the mo but is that sort of an out of combat thing? Um, they they can be used in combat. It, I'd assume you you have one, so you can actually uh, apply it. Um, it would be a short action to kind of get it out, and a short action to apply it. 
Uh, okay, she's gonna just chill for now. Then I think she's okay. She'll she'll take a breather and get a stamina point. Back. I, and okay. I think if I read correctly, you can use um, your AP defensively to like guard yourself to get a bonus to defense. Uh, yeah, there is a universal action called uh, um, basically just defend, where you defend yourself against uh, various enemies trying to attack you. So you might want to save okay. that for that, and then get. A- how many how many AP is that? Uh, I believe it was a normal action, so it would be seven. Oh, never mind. Okay, so it would have been in lieu of my attack. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, She actually kind of wants to be at low HP, so she is fine where she is. Okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, after talk is uh, Tiny Willow. Tiny Willow takes aim again from the, uh, from the base of the well. Looks at her sheet of puns. <laughs> 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 Tiny Willow strangely looks pretty serious. Sniper stance is up. I think yeah, I'm just gonna be uh, another another shot with the bow from this distance. All right. Would someone uh, just out of curiosity, would someone be able to use a talent off the sheet to increase? Or is there a way to to get a bonus on it? Uh, yeah, you could um. If you could use a talent kind of creatively, you might be able to give yourself advantage to the role. I'll come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> creative is escaping me at the moment, so give me a little bit more time to think of something creative. Oh, that's good. That is a that's a total of three, fourteen. Uh, yeah, you actually do hit him. And and that is a nine on the die. Oh, uh, yeah. So I believe that should be a. That is in so my crit range. You critically succeed. You do deal high damage. And uh, you ignore all of his DR and resistances. That will be eight points because um, Tiny Willow did not use a barbed arrow. So yeah, uh, your arrow just got, actually like shoots straight through him. And you see this like tiny little like uh, arrow-sized hole going all the way through. It's an impressive arrow. Uh, anything else from Tiny Willow? You should see what else I have up my leaf. That was a stretch. It was. It really was <laughs> longer than my willow branches. Did I tell you the one about the large <laughs> <and laughs> <Blanche> tree? <laughs> now is not the time. <laughs> Less jokes, more not getting hit. Yes, <laughs> after uh, Tiny Willow, we've got uh, Hitom, the second. So, Hitom uh, is going to kind of steal herself and get real ready. And then third time is the charm with great desperation <laughs> in her voice. <laughs> she, she screams out at this statue. <laughs> you know... Symmetry isn't everything. (laughs) Okay, maybe this is the one that works because I rolled a 10 on that one. Uh, So that's a 19. So um, at this point, you get get the general feeling that you're almost absolutely sure that this thing is just completely immune to to basically being taunted. Because like you, you're absolutely sure that 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 insult totally would have gotten anyone else. And defeated, she kind of slumps down and drops her sword for the first time that you all have seen her. And she turns to Tog and she says, this thing is a monster, you need to destroy it. (laughs) (laughs) 
and onwards to Sanus. I want to make a silly wabbit joke, but I... Uh, okay, so... Leave it for ah, there later. Okay, so I want to run and do sort of a Matrix-style fall to my knees and then lean back so that I slide across this ice thing that I did to get okay. behind it. And I want to look at the writing to see if there's a say-this-word-turn-me-off situation. All right, yeah. Uh, so that would be... Uh... Sounds like uh, acrobatics to me. Sounds good. Uh, nope, sounds terrible. I have no adjustment there. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Four on the die. I have two agility, if that matters. Uh, yeah, so you, you go rushing forward. You, you try and like slide across your uh, knees. Unfortunately, a, a you power slide. You actually just like uh, slip on your feet, uh, <laughs> land on your back. You do slide underneath him to the other side. Um, you're, you're kind of just uh, sprawled out all over the place. And as you're doing so, he actually doesn't seem to pay any attention to you at all. Ooh, he listens to me. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you, you are on the other side. Uh, the, the writing's a bit upside down right now because you're kind of on your back, uh, just looking at it. Right, I'll just use my feet so I like turn like this on my back as I go. So uh, could I get a linguistics check from you? Oh, yeah, I'm much better at that. Uh, that's a 10 total. Okay, uh, yeah. You you actually, um not only can you read it, but you actually have the general feeling of, you're actually able to kind of interpret what's actually supposed to be being said here. And uh, so it, it actually um says, uh, arms are forbidden within the holy site. Everyone rip off your arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> Wait, wait. Sorry. No. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I will call out. I, I think it's a, it's activated by the presence of weapons. You need to disarm yourself. Possibly even throwing your weapons outside of the well. I'm like 60-40 on this, guys. <laughs> I trust you, and I'm going to drop my foil. And stared. I uh, didn't hear you throw it down to the ground in uh, in anger at the fact that uh, I couldn't couldn't get him with the, that sweet insult. <laughs> yeah. So uh, after Sanus is uh, the statue, and it actually does seem to kind of angle it. Previously, it was kind of like um, keeping all of you in its sort of vision. Uh, it actually does seem to angle itself more towards just facing Tiny Willow with a uh, tog in its arm. Uh, and, and once again, he actually like, begins kind of squeezing at Tog, dealing another uh, 13 damage with his grip. Alrighty. And then he takes a swing with his sword at Tog. Ooh, not great. I got a four. Uh, he gets eight, I believe. Let me just double check his sheet. Ah, uh, yes, eight. So it is a uh, high damage for 18. 18. I reduce that by six. So that actually puts me right down at zero because I had 12. So is zero out or zero? Uh, zero is generally out. Um, You can still kind of like get some uh, some emergency treatment at that point just because you're not so injured that you're you're dead. But I would say that um, as this blow strikes me, Tog definitely her sword slips from her hands as she kind of goes limp in its fist and her claymore clatters to the ground. Uh, yeah, so uh, as as you kind of uh, do so, it uh, 
puts you down on the ground very gently. And uh, as you guys are all kind of uh, seeing this, it, uh, it actually kind of seems almost reverential in its treatment of Tog's body. And after, we uh, we get Tog, who just kind of bleeds on the floor there. Yep. <laughs> A lot of that. <laughs> uh, Tiny Willow. Tiny Willow will drop their bow and run toward Tog. And uh, using their hands, kind of the best that they can, kind of web over the wound. Okay. And uh, And... Tiny Willow is going to make a medicine check. Quick question. Does my anger go away once I pass out? <laughs> this, this is a very important question as to what's about to happen if I get healed. It. After getting uh, crushed and uh, and cleaved, uh, if you suddenly woke up, uh, would you probably still be uh, angry if, if this yeah. is the last thing in your mind? Yeah. Then I'd, I'd probably say so. Sounds good. Now, Tanner would be angry, but what about Dog? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> all right that's uh that is a 10 total not a 10 natural okay uh yeah so you actually do manage to kind of keep him from just completely bleeding out everywhere um because his wounds weren't so severe that he was just immediately decapitated or or just chopped in two uh you actually do manage to kind of uh, get her wounds uh closed up a bit and and she uh kind of gasps a little so do i heal at all or am i just stable for the purposes of the game I'd say you uh, you heal up a point and kind of uh, wake up there. Tog, you can't leave me like that. <laughs> oh god, you're not making this easier on me. So I Put have me this. Back. I have this ability where. <laughs> so I was already angry. Now, when I'm reduced to HP equal to my level, I gain the enraged if I'm already angry. Yes. So I have been reduced to HP equal to or below my level so i believe i have to make a will check to not be furious upon my revival here yep uh so i believe it starts off as an easy check yes it certainly does so what what number am i trying to hit or uh it's basically just against uh the, whatever gotcha. number i roll on the dice so i actually do have pretty good willpower so hopefully i can oh i did roll a critical fail oh. there <laughs> uh, it is against a two so um with the the critical fail factored in, I got a two. <laughs> so you do actually manage to resist, uh, okay, just, just barely. barely. Yeah, I think what this looks like is like Tiny Willow breathes some life into me, and instantly Tog's arms like go around Tiny Willow's little neck and like start <laughs> to squeeze for a moment. But eventually, she kind of her eyes blink and she realizes where she is and what's happening, and she immediately just sort of like lays back and tries catching her breath a little bit more. But she was definitely ready to end it all there for for a <laughs> split second. You saw that fire in her eyes. Well, that was very dramatic. Yeah. It'll take more than that to break my bark. <laughs> Can I roll again? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If, if that got you angry enough? <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, Tog is alive uh, and just unarmed. Gasping and currently unarmed. Uh, the statue actually uh, slowly just walks back towards its little uh, dais and. Uh, Stands back atop it and then kind of puts his sword back in this little uh, kind of beginner pose. Remind me to get rid of all the statues that I have at home. Tog will um, sort of give a a knowing nod to Tiny Willow, like a very like earnest sort of like 
Mm. And um, she will go and walk over to her sword where it's on the ground and say, is it safe to retrieve this if we keep it sheathed, do we think? I do not know. I would not risk it. We can come back for our weapons. I'm definitely not leaving my foil there. That was expensive. Uh, so I'll take a moment to look at the, the rest of the writing. Is there anything else in this area that would give me any idea of what's going on? Uh, actually, um, yes. So uh, while the writing on all of the kind of statue bases is the same, and uh, as you're looking at it, they actually do have a slight glow to them. Uh, they all kind of repeat the same sort of uh, message in, in the sort of ancient Silian tongue. There are a number of murals along the walls uh, depicting what look like um, hundreds and hundreds of Silian and Lasari all dying, and their souls kind of floating up and being gathered by this massive, many-armed monstrosity. Well, that looks great. Hmm. And then the tunnel goes on past this alcove or this. Okay. I don't know. Do we like try to chuck our weapons down the hallway? Is is that like, okay. And then get them on the other side or is, is that going to cause the statue to awaken? Yeah. Um, you don't know too much about like the magic that seems to be fueling them, but, uh, you, you do know that, uh, it generally just said that, um, the implications seem to be more drawn weapons were kind of not allowed Hostile here. intent. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we could always test it. Uh, you know, Hatam, you could sheathe your sword and then walk into the room. And if it comes alive, you could step backwards. So I'm going to very, I'm going to very gingerly just kind of like reach out and just with like thumb and forefinger, pick up my foil by the blade very lightly lift it up uh as you do so the the statue begins kind of creaking and groaning as it begins moving again sheathe it you dummy i'm gonna bring it really really slowly over to my sheath. <laughs> don't do it slowly <laughs> do it quickly just he takes a dramatically. step off of the uh the, the dais <laughs> a bead of sweat starts to drip down my furred brow how is this a tense moment just sheathe it <laughs> why is she going so slow he takes another step forward. Move it vertically. Just slide it really slowly. He raises his massive sword. And then I'm going to let go and it's going to fall into my sheath. Uh, and then he uh, slowly begins stepping back towards the dais. Oh, phew. <laughs> oh, and I, I, I pull up one of my ears and I use it to mop up the sweaty forehead. <laughs> Well, that was unnecessarily dramatic. Wait a minute, I think I saw a, a, a scratch on the No, <laughs> no. It's fine, actually. Um, Tog will unceremoniously sort of, like, stick her boot underneath the sword and, like, kick it up and catch it in her sheath as she slings it across her back. Nice, nice. Tunny Willow will reach down and grab their bow and simply sling it over their shoulder. So what happens when there's some nasty thing lurking in here who doesn't abide by those rules? Who knows? Well, you might find out. I bet we're going to find yeah. out. <laughs> After this, commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> and cut the episode here.
Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the drive-thru RPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media such as Facebook and Google Plus at therpgacademy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening, and as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.